Is there a symptom that you wish you did not have to go through? That's a loaded question. <laughs> I can think of a lot of them. But recently, the one that kind of sticks out is my acid reflux that I've been having for, what, the last couple of weeks now has just gotten worse, which I'm a little upset about because I didn't really get that until towards the end, mm-hmm. probably in the last like month of being pregnant before. So for it to be creeping up now, I'm... I'm just, I'm, it's disheartening <laughs> um, as a reflex. Uh, so, and then my mom, she came by and she makes this, I don't even know what the dish is actually called. And I think it's based off of a West African dish, but the base of the sauce is peanut butter. So we always call it peanut butter sauce, like everyone. And now Brian's obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. My siblings have always been obsessed. And now he's like... Every time my mom cooks, she's like, he's like, can you make peanut butter sauce? And Liam <laughs> is also, our son, is also super obsessed with it too. And he's been eating it for like the last three, three yeah. days. <laughs> he's had it for dinner. And he eats oh, it they're going to say the last three years because also. <laughs> yeah, the last three years. <laughs> last yeah, because he was eating it young too. And that's the only way I can sneak any type of like chicken protein in his stuff. Because other than that, our kid is vegetarian. But. My mom made it and this it was so good. She makes it, it tastes slightly different every single time because she adds different seasonings, but it always tastes around the same, right? The main thing being mm-hmm. peanut butter. But this one was just like extraordinary. So I ate it the first night and I was dying. Like my acid reflux was just out of control, <laughs> but it didn't stop me from having it the second night because I was like, you know, I love it. Mm-hmm. So... But then after the second night, I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm in, I'm in some serious like pain and discomfort. I think my sister FaceTimed me and I just kept like burping and talking about it. And she's like, again, you need to try, I think she said, which I haven't fact checked her yet, but, uh, what is it? Apple cider vinegar is supposed to help if I drink some of that. And I know we used used to make those apple cider vinegar, Mm -hmm. um, Vitamin C booster shots. Check it out on the blog. Did we blog about it? We did. We did blog about it. They weren't nasty. They were just, they were hard to put down. Yeah. So, and with pregnancy, like everything's hard to like put down. So, anywho, she said to try that. So, maybe if it does, if I do want to unfreeze some of the frozen peanut butter sauce (laughs) that I have, maybe I will try that after I eat. You do a shot of apple cider vinegar before or after you eat. I think it's after. I think it's supposed to help. Oh. Actually, push everything know. down. Is TBD, it supposed to uh, coat? Your to stomach? be determined. We will. I have to experiment if I do unfreeze some of the peanut butter. Mm. But that might not happen until after. I don't know if it's going to last until after birth, but we'll see. <laughs> when it gets cold and I don't feel like cooking, we'll unfreeze it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So now we're just stuck to making things that uh, don't give you acid reflux, which is everything. Which is everything. So. <laughs> You put a little bit of li- li- lemon on the salmon, and I was like, okay, this is killing me. Yeah. So I just kind of have to suck it up a little bit and try something. People do the Tums. It's never really you a fan of be, Tums, no. but maybe I will try it out because it's not like horrible. That like that night was horrible, but usually it's just like that, okay, Lingering. burp a few times, and then after an hour or so, it goes away. Mm-hmm. This one was a few hours. It just <laughs> lingering. just was there. So, but it was good. 
It was worth it. I would do it again. I did do it again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Fatima. I'm Brian. You're listening to Millennial and Pregnant. We're talking through another pregnancy, but this time we're doing it with our three-year-old. We think we know what to expect this time around, but somehow it still feels new. In this episode, we're talking about gender reveals and the moment we told our son he's going to be a big brother. I cannot believe we're at 18 weeks right now. I know. It it feels like time is now just snowballing and going faster and faster and faster. And we're coming up on like that halfway mark in a few weeks. I know. And I don't even know if you can call it. Or quote unquote halfway. Yeah. It could be the, what's more than a half? Three quarters? Three quarters. Well, not that, that, <laughs> not that too far, far up. But anyways, it could be a little bit more than halfway up, um, <laughs> especially if we compare Two thirds. If we compare it to the first time around, mm-hmm. then we're Five eighths. <laughs> yes. Five eighths. Or five ninths. Well, I'll do the, I'll crunch the numbers, tell you guys later what, <laughs> what that fraction is. Anywho. But yeah, no, we're, it's going so quickly before you know it, like you said before, through the normal mm-hmm. 40 weeks, we'll be halfway through. Mm-hmm. The summer's almost over. Darks are ga- dar- darks are days. Days flash. are getting shorter. Pumpkin spice lattes around the corner. <laughs> Brian has already ta- brought <laughs> Halloween doc- decorations at Marshall's last weekend, this past weekend. We got another ghost, stuffed ghost that we don't need, but this one is different. Because as a witch's hat on it, so I think one day I'm just gonna have a bookcase and um, it's gonna be all ghosts that will sit in it. Yeah, during she sounds like a old lady in the suburbs who collects like all her teapots and stuff. Brian will have like a ghosts. ton of ghosts. You know, I commissioned my coworker, my former coworker, to like to make you one, make a ghost. It's the cutest and she thing. Did it. Needlepoint, needlepoint, I think it's called. She did an amazing job, and uh, it's so cute. I don't know what his obsession with ghosts have. I don't know. You started it as a child, right? And you would meet these little them. ghosts with mm-hmm. little tissue. Did a whole blog post about this. Yeah. Tissue ghosts. Those are the best. My dad said he, we should ask him when we see him if he still has, he says he still has like one or two, one or two of those ghosts. I believe that. I believe he does. I would like to see them. He probably and puts see if it I in used... like his little train village. Maybe. He should do that. Oh, that would be, be so weird. Cute. Like a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what were we talking about? We were talking about just how time far is flying. Time by. is flying. Brian's already ready in Halloween. Brian and our son have been reading his Halloween and Christmas book for the last few weeks. I'm <laughs> like, blue I don't truck know Christmas. Why you guys are speeding blue, up time? And the little blue truck Halloween are the two best books so far. Spinoffs of like a normal franchise, we'll call it book of. A holiday. In your opinion. In my opinion. (laughs) Yours and a three-year-old's opinion. (laughs) Love, they love those books and they've been reading it a lot. But I'm like, okay, can we slow down? I wanted to say this summer because then that means I also have a little bit more time of being pregnant. Although summer pregnancies, maybe that's another episode. Not really feeling it. Not like, not really fun. But anywho. I mean, you know, my cousin just gave birth and she... Imagine, you know, and in order to get a September baby, 
you got to be really pregnant during the summer, and, and I can imagine how uncomfortable that will be. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll interview her. I don't know. <laughs> talk we'll about, see. T- tell us your discomfort, please. <laughs> we, we would love to know about that. Um, but 18 weeks, we've gone beyond the raisins and uh, the other small fruits and vegetable sizes, and now we've moved on to the size of a bell pepper. I don't know really what is the obsession with, like, the comparison to produce. You, when you when we look at the... I'll let you go. Go. Well, because you go you to... Put the, your finger uh, up. You're like, mm-mm. Well, <laughs> when you, you're in the produce section and you're trying to find an onion, a pepper, or something like that, they're all different sizes. Mm-hmm. So, and they vary. Yeah. So, I don't really know if you can really say, is it a small, like, they need to say, it's the size of a small bell pepper <laughs> or a or a medium yeah. bell pepper, just to give you an idea, because there, it comes like in recipes. a variety. Like a small red onion. Yeah. Well, is it the smallest one I find? Or? If you were to cut it up, it's a half a cup of onion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that would be really helpful for at least me. <laughs> so, it's... A bell pepper, but what's happening now? Uh, by this week, eight by eighteen weeks, um, ears are now in the final position in the head. So now they can hear you, right? They now they hear. can hear you. Um, the lungs begin to develop the bronchioles at the end of the tips of the branches, and that will supply blood, oxygenated blood, to the lungs eventually. You, Fatima, will start having or feeling. Like having a bigger, like you have a bigger appetite. Does that? I, yeah, I've noticed that. I, like it's. You're like I ate three meals and I'm starving. <laughs> well, I was also saying like you're eating, your stomach gets full because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have as much room because there's other things taking up room, but you can't eat anymore because your stomach is full, but you still feel hungry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then you have to eat just a little when you digest a little bit more. You have to eat. Another mm-hmm. like little snack or something. I'm thinking about what my snack is going to be right now. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Are you hungry now? I yeah, I'm you. hungry. Uh, do you want me to? Do you want to pause and go? No. Are you sure? Fine. Let's keep going. Okay. Um, so, but you should eat moderately and eat often. Um, I you noticed you felt this uh, a day or so ago, but dizziness because mm-hmm. your cardiovascular system is undergoing dramatic changes. Uh, so your blood pressure may be lower than normal. Um, so don't get up too fast. And you, in the past couple of days, you've been feeling a little lightheaded. Yeah, this is it's, it's much harder. And I knew this was going to happen. And I did feel this the first time around. But it's so much harder when you have a three-year-old because you're <laughs> mm-hmm. just constantly moving. He moves so quickly. You're picking up things. And so, yeah, I've been very, very dizzy. And, so, and sometimes I think like, oh, I need to just drink some more water. And I'm like, no, I was moving just mm-hmm. way too fast. It's usually right after I'm done picking up something or doing an errand around the house that I feel that way. And I've also noticed you've been a little more out of breath. I know, as I'm like trying to catch my breath right now. <laughs> Talking is like, <laughs> I take a breath. Like, I have to take a deep breath in. Goose. <laughs> and that's due to like... Also, also hormones. Yeah, the hormones that make you out of breath. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so good that, for someone who likes to talk. No. So, that's where we are. 18 weeks. Pretty exciting times. Exciting things are happening. Always. Um, but we really want to talk about gender reveals. We'll reveal the gender of the baby. Biological gender of the baby. Um, but I want to talk about your psychosis. Uh, <laughs> Psychotic, 
psychic yes. ability. <laughs> There you go. Ding, 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 ding. This would be terrible if he was like solving a Wheel of Fortune episode and couldn't figure out what the word was. But you have a psychic ability. Yes, I do. And I know we've talked about it before, <laughs> but let's talk about it again. And it's going to feel like deja vu um, to some of our listeners. But uh, let's talk about your pregnancy dreams that you have in general. And then let's talk about Liam's. And then we'll talk about this one. Yeah. So in every situation where someone was close to me, mm-hmm. I always have a dream, like a pregnancy dream. Either someone is pregnant or I am pregnant in a dream. And uh, usually I have the dream Mm -hmm. and probably like a week or so later, I hear that someone is pregnant. They like close to you. And I'm and I always turn to Brian or after a while this happening because it started happening in college. After a while this happening, I started to tell Brian to write down the date and what I said in Mm -hmm. the dream Mm -hmm. so that it would be like another, although not a very, uh, you know, he is pretty close to me, so he could lie for me. But, like, another person who's like, okay, yeah, yep. she definitely had that and vouched for it. Mm-hmm. Instead of me being like, I totally had that dream. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, okay, totally, you had the dream. Uh-huh. Anyways, so he does that. And there's been quite a few times that, you know, then we found out, like, hey, someone's pregnant. And he's like, she did have a dream. She and we always cross and I, before we wanted to have kids, we're like, oof. And God's not us. <laughs> That's, we dodged a bullet. But then I, with my first pregnancy with um, our son, I had a dream that I was pregnant, although I didn't see myself pregnant. But I had a dream. I called up my sisters and I said, I, I turned to Brian. I was like, got to call my sisters and tell them it's a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wrote down, I have, I brought up my, my iCloud now. I don't go into it. Because if I go into it and make a space, it will erase the last time I edited edited mm-hmm. this. And this note was edited August 25th, 2017. Mm-hmm. And I dated August 25th, a boy. And um, in that dream, you were saying you were the one to tell. Yeah. And that I, and it you was were, very specific. You're always told yeah. they're having a baby. But this time you were pregnant. Yeah. And you were saying... I have to tell them it's a boy. Yeah. And so, sure enough, fast forward, we had a boy. But in the, and I think we talked about in this first episode too, when we got the ultrasound to figure out exactly what the gender was. And the lady was like, okay, you guys ready for the gender? And she's like, it's a girl. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. And then she's like, oh my God, this never happened in the 13 years that I've been a technician or whatever. And she's like, it's a boy. And I was like, okay, that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah. You're like, I knew that. Yeah, like I knew that. My dream told me. But then, <laughs> like, let's fast forward to I think it's even more freaky because I had another dream. You had another dream. That, and this was before we knew we were pregnant, that I was at an appointment and the person was telling me, you're having a boy. Hmm. And so I was like, okay. And so, like, we at that time, at this time, we we're actually planning the pregnancy, right? You know. <laughs> Want to talk about that a little more? <laughs> Anyways, you just, so I kind of was like, oh, okay, like, I think I should take, like, a pregnancy test, soon, like, soon. And, uh-huh. and like, oh, I kind of know what the gender is. And then, sure enough, 
we got the we did the blood work mm-hmm. first because apparently I'm getting older and have higher risk for things now. So <laughs> got some blood work and that confirmed it was a boy. And mm-hmm. then we got the ultrasound just a week ago. Yep. Last week. And confirmed we saw the parts that yep, it's, <laughs> it's you know biologically it's a boy. Oh, I didn't say I forgot we weren't. <laughs> I mean, we were revealing it, yes, but I was waiting to the end. But I was like, yes, it's a boy. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's a we're boy. having another boy. Yeah, we're oops. biological boy. Um, and uh, it's so funny because I was looking for the note, and I forget what day you went in. I want to say it was around July fifth, but it was before you went into your appointment. I said, let me just write a note. So my note is dated July fifth, and. I wrote down, doctor told me a boy. End of end of May is when you had the dream, because I wrote down end of May in my note here. But I wrote it down July 5th because you were going into, I think that was your appointment to go in to get the blood work, mm-hmm. but we didn't find out until the next week yep, or the week after. Um, so it's funny. So I have these two notes in here, and she's surprisingly very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish we could have a hotline, but unfortunately you right. have to know Fatima. Mm-hmm. She has to be close with you. And you don't even have to see her for, like, you could be really good friends with, you know, especially now being in the pandemic, we don't see people. So it's not like we are, I mean, we see them on FaceTime, but we don't, we're not around them to, like, really see a glow or something. Mm -hmm. But you've just been very accurate. I know. It's kind of weird when I had, like, I never even told my friend this, that my really good friend from work, that I dreamed that him and his wife was having a baby. And it was such a weird dream. It was so, like... Well, we bumped into each know. other. The yeah, and then, and it would be right around the time like that they probably got pregnant. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, we're due in December." And I was like, "This is so weird." Because I wrote down this dream. <laughs> I didn't tell him because I'm like, you would think just like I have some friends who are like really into it, and they're like, "Why can't you have like dreams about me and mm-hmm. like ha- like like although not the pregnancy part, but." <laughs> You know, just the prophecies about me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't like pick them. For whatever reason, I just have this sense of new life or just life like that. The, mm. Those type of things. I mm. think I just sense it. And sure enough, someone comes to me and, and confirms that my dream's accurate. But dreams, uh, you know, we don't have to get into it. But I really feel like they tell you a, a lot. And so mm-hmm. people might can be able to tap into things that they didn't know they had mm-hmm. maybe you're accessing a part of your brain <laughs> and your powers i have a and lot of lucid dreams i wish i wish we can figure out a way to make money off of this <laughs> um but i don't know how to do it without being a pyramid scheme so or <laughs> at 1-800 medium yeah um we won't go that route but when we started when do, when did we tell liam he was having uh, another sibling well <laughs> We had to be careful because it wasn't until we <laughs> wanted to tell, start telling people. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. We were mindful about telling him closer to when we wanted to tell yeah. people. And, you know, because he could just like blabber out uh-huh. stuff and it's just really random. He won't even say it. He won't really repeat it again and again when you say it at first, but then randomly he'll bring it up. So not until we were... Sure, we wanted to start telling people or the people who, you know, that we see more often that I was like, okay, we'll let him know. 
So I think I when we told the first person, I think which was my mom, then I was like, okay, we can tell you. <laughs> we'll tell you now because then we're like, okay, it's going to be a snow. We, we have to wait to see everyone in person. We want to tell them in person. And we slowly were telling people. So we're like, okay, once we told the first person, we let him know and then made sure we talked to the other people <laughs> in person first before his little mouth told what was happening but he started making some comments because <laughs> every time he eats dinner at the end of the day he eats mm-hmm. his dinner he has a little yogurt pouch or even like a final snack um and more water and so his little belly looks so full mm-hmm. and so we always say oh we always say belly so full like your your belly's <laughs> yeah. so full because it's just so cute like a little pudgy belly <laughs> and so i was changing and, you know, our son being our son, he's just like my little shadow. And so he's like, mommy's belly's so full. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, mommy's belly's so full. I had so much to eat. And I'm like, okay. He's starting to notice that this little pooch is coming coming out. And especially because, yeah, my little bump coming out. But, like, my belly button kind of just has, like, it just, like, automatically just pops it's a out. Button. It's, it's like a, a little button. Yeah. A, 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 it's a true belly button button at this point i don't know why it pops out so much (laughs) anyways so i think he was drawn so early it wasn't i feel like your belly button didn't pop out until much later everything's everything's earlier (laughs) what's going on so you know once he started to see the signs of the pregnancy Mm -hmm. i was like okay we gotta tell we gotta start telling some people Mm -hmm. and so we told him and we said mommy has a baby in her belly and we were like, do you want a baby? Do you want a, a sibling? And he said, yes. Yeah. We said, do you want to be a big brother? And he said, yes. Mm-hmm. And then and then we said, do you want a brother or a sister? And he's like, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and we we're like, he's do you always... want a sister or a brother? And he's like, brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, because we Whoa. switch it up. Because sometimes... <laughs> If you say one or the other, the first or the second option, he'll change his mind. Yeah. But he's pretty, like, certain he wants a A baby brother. Mm -hmm. And it was so cute because this morning when he comes into the bed and he's like, where's mommy? And I'm like, I'm right here. (laughs) And he comes into the bed and he goes, "Uh, mommy, baby brother, baby brother laying down. And I was like, huh? So he's just, like, starting to understand a little bit little bit more Mm -hmm. so we've been talking about how he's gonna have to start sharing his toys and when we're screaming through the house sharing his cars no he shares his cars with me but you asked him like are you gonna share your cars with your baby brother and he goes no (laughs) so swiftly and confident in his response (laughs) but uh and we also have said well you know when he's screaming when he's running through the house screaming we're like hey you're not gonna be able to do this when the little baby comes here, you're going to be a little more quiet. And he's like, okay. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Puts that little finger up to his mouth. Yeah. He goes, shh, can't be so quiet. Mm-hmm. He's so cute. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we've told him. And where were we? And he started saying, oh, no, it was just randomly. I thought other people were around, but he was saying, Mommy has baby in her belly. You were talking to your aunt on the phone. Oh, I was talking to aunt, yeah, Auntie Holly. And uh, he just started yelling. Just randomly. Yeah. Mommy has baby in her belly. Mommy has baby in her belly. And I was like, okay, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> he like hung up on her so quickly. She was like doing you a favor. And Brian's like, okay, got to get off the phone right now. 
Yeah, like so random. I knew like stuff, that, and luckily we that was a coming weekend that we were going to yeah. tell pretty much your entire side of the family. It's a great opportunity. Baptism, baptism of our nephews are like, oh, we're there, so mm-hmm. might as well do it. Still, um, someone's thunder. Although not many people noticed that I was pregnant. <laughs> I guess the dress I was wearing, except for your one aunt, yeah. because I feel like she always compliments me on what I'm wearing and stuff. And so she probably was looking me up and down, and she's mm-hmm. like, hmm. She's like, you're always so small. And I'm like, okay, thank you. It's like, I had a large breakfast. But yeah, no, if, if you really looked and she was really looking, you yeah. can tell I was pregnant. Yeah. So we've told him. And uh, every day we just kind of offer up something new for him. Um, but I have we have this little app called Baby Center I signed up for, like I did with Liam, signed up for a weekly email that comes through. And so they offer advice, um, both from parent experts, whatever that means. and um, As long as you're a parent, you're an expert. Exactly. <laughs> and then also crowdsourced by other parents, um, which I value. And they offer just some steps for, for transitioning um, your kids now to become older siblings and how to best tell them and transition them into the role of a, a role of a sibling. So I just wrote a few things down that popped out at me uh, as we help Liam become a big brother, which he seems really excited for. We'll see when he gets here <laughs> <laughs> what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, if they take the lead and answer any questions they might have, so by when he starts pointing to your belly and asking questions, you can just answer him. Yeah, although it hasn't been written any questions. But no yeah. questions yet. <laughs> uh, maybe for maybe for a little older kid. Um, mm-hmm. When the baby and the baby has started kick, or you've been feeling a little flutters and mm-hmm. your stomach been moving, um, let let uh, you should let Liam feel the kicks too. Yep, that seems like a no brainer. Um, uh, have Liam re- uh, sing, read, talk to the baby. Remember the other day, I said, "Give mommy's belly a kiss." <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was cute when he did. Because like, he gave you a kiss this morning, or in the morning. It's more of the sound effects than anything I know. for me. But. And, uh, you know, uh, this article also said, I know, COVID pending, but bring, if you can, bring him to a prenatal visit to see, uh, to see the ultrasound in person, but also to hear the heartbeat. He's just like, what's that? <laughs> I know. He'll I be know. like, what? He'll get like freaked out. Mommy can't move, blah, blah, blah. So he can stay home. I do. I, we have shown him. <laughs> like, stay home, child. He, we have shown him the photos afterwards, though. Yes, the skeleton one. Um, <laughs> he didn't want to, co- the, the child didn't want to, the baby in the belly did not want to cooperate this last no. anatomy screening and uh, did not want to let his face be seen. Um, so, uh, camera shy. It came very camera shy. Um, maybe it'll be opposite because only oh, Liam's a little camera shy, but not really. He's always asking to take selfies. <laughs> um, uh, ex- start to, and we have been, but start to explain what life might be with a baby, another baby, a new baby, yeah. especially sharing his toys, being quiet. Yeah. Not, but also not sharing small toys and not, mm-hmm. you know, being able to talk back. Um, Letting him know mommy and daddy will be holding the baby or mm-hmm. we won't be able to go to the park, both of us at the same exactly. time. 
So we've been saying, dropping those little hints and showing him photos of mm-hmm. mommy holding the baby. That is the next <laughs> bullet on here. Show them photos like of it. what he or your child looked like as a baby. Mm-hmm. So you've been doing that. Um, if we have any other babies, visiting those people with babies. To- Shout out to Colleen because she had her mm-hmm. baby and I was holding little Colton and Liam got a little, he was much, he was, he was good, but he did want me at one point to pick him up and Colton. And I'm sorry, I was gonna, <laughs> my belly, Colton, Liam, like they're not light children. So that was going to be rough. So I was like, no, mommy's going to sit down and she come to eye level with you. <laughs> and then to involve, we should involve Liam in picking out furniture to help put clothes away to like start preparations for the baby. Um, I feel like he's going to have expensive taste, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> also, when I we, I do have him help put his own clothes away in his drawer, and he typically throws them in there. So they won't be folded clothes. If I just want them thrown in the drawer, he's he's my guy. But I'll put him he's away. He's my person. Uh, yeah. Whenever I show him, I've been trying to find. He's a, He was obsessed with my aunt's watch at uh, the baptism party, and... I've been looking for a watch, so I've been showing him photos of, like, on Amazon, different watches. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this one, this one. And they were all, like, the more ex- the most expensive watches. <laughs> I'm like, these are, first of all, one, these are children's watches. Well, Why? Which were they? They were, like, over $100 oh, no. for, you know, no like, child is walking around a little plastic, you know, w- like, colorful little watch. Yeah. I'm like, why is this $100? That doesn't make I'm sense. looking for a $10, mm-hmm. less than $10 watch. But he's always like, this one? This one? I'm like, nope, $99. Nope. <laughs> Even like $50. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, we, finally, we finally found one. So now I just have to, to order that. Um, oh, and then avoid big changes. So obviously a baby will be a big change. So avoid big changes around the time you bring your baby home. So maybe don't move. I mean, I don't know how people plan that stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if it's like the start of a school year, uh, like, how do you plan? Don't go to school. What do you do? I don't know. But don't, but avoid big changes. So maybe you transition out of a bed or transition those kind of things a little sooner or wait a little later. Um, if you are putting your kids in separate rooms, maybe you put them in the new room now to get, you know, so it doesn't feel like he's being pushed out of anything. And uh, like the baby is doing this to him. I don't think you feel like that, but I don't know. You never know. And never know. Like, little kids, they hold on to just about everything. Mm-hmm. So it's stored in there, even though you're like, oh, yeah, they, they forgot about that. No, they did not forget. Mm-hmm. So the good thing is that, like, he's starting school a few months before, so that's going to be a big transition for him. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking about getting him a bigger bed mm-hmm. now versus later, um, just so we don't have to get a second crib, because that is that just doesn't make any sense. So we have to start transition, you know, him into a twin size bed. Plus, when Brian puts him down, he'll have a place I'll be to able lay. To sleep. Brian will be sleeping in the kids' room. I'm fine with that. Whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, just trying. We're we're trying to do things a few months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And then, as we talk about the new baby, keep the baby talk light and positive. So if mommy's not feeling well, you don't have to go into great detail about why you're not feeling well. You just say you're not feeling well, but I'm okay. Everything is positive. And then um, one thing which I think is sort of a no-brainer, but always have to remind yourself, be present. Like when we're with Liam, 
be just be present in those moments leading up to the new the new baby and just to cherish this time as a family of three before we come that kid gets a lot of attention so i'm not too worried about that (laughs) one we do like i'm constantly on the floor with him just like doing puzzles Mm -hmm. or playing hangman or wheel of fortune so he thinks it is because he asks us to buy vows Uh, while we're trying to solve the puzzle and food and drink or phrase is the category and that he won $75,000. So like, that's like our night. No, he won only $75,000. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I think we do a really good job with like making sure we're like doing that. And I, I I feel confident it's going to be definitely harder to do Mm -hmm. that with another kid. But it's something that's definitely that's something that's in the back of my mind that I want to make sure I continue with him because I think that's one of that's like his little love language. It's like mm-hmm. even my sister mentioned it too. She's like she he just wants you to be there and get on the floor with him. And I'm like, yeah, if you're like eye to eye with him, doing a project, doing a puzzle, playing with his cars, like that's what he wants. He you know he does. He's gotten better with the independent play, somewhat. Yeah, but even though with even with some of his favorite toys, he's like, "Mommy plays with this train, Daddy plays with this train." So he, you know, he still really much likes that interaction with Lisa's. <laughs> Lisa's. <laughs> I play with someone else. <laughs> no, he'll make it. some friends in school, and yes, and will. that'll be fun. But it's really exciting, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing him be a, a big brother. And to, he's, he's, he can be very helpful, so I hope he will continue to be helpful. Like, yes. Go run and get a diaper. Go run and get this. And, yeah, just those little things. Because also super important that we don't make it seem like he needs to be the third parent. Yeah. They will have such a, you know, a, a larger age difference, you know, where at some point you're like, oh, can you babysit? So, you know, but just like making sure we're cognizant of that. But yeah, I think those little things, those little tasks, because he does love helping. He does like helping me like, or pretend wiping stuff from his little play kitchen or picking up his toys and stuff like that. So he does enjoy doing that. Um, So just incorporating that with the baby. So like, yeah, go, go grab a diaper, like so that he feels like a part of the diaper change or, you know, sit down with mommy and read a book with the baby or Mm -hmm. something like that. So, um, it will definitely be an, an adjustment Mm -hmm. for him and for Mm -hmm. us for sure. (laughs) Um, but yeah, he's going to be a good big brother, I think. Yeah. I can't wait. Same. That's all for this episode, but make sure you're following the show. So you know, when the next episode is out, check out our website, lilliesandloafers.com for cooking and DIY inspiration and more updates from our growing family. Millennial and Pregnant is a Lilies and Loafers original podcast. It's hosted by me, Fatima. And me, Brian. Original music by Purple Planet. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.